Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to the week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast, and we are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my best pal, a man who's not stressed in any way, Mr. Hey, Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? Happy to be here, Connor. Thanks for having me. Oh, this is always a joy every single Monday. <laughs> We jumped on the call and you said, <laughs> said, I haven't slept, I've had a real stressful day, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally, usually we have like five minutes of preamble, nah, straight nah. into recording this time. Nah, he didn't want to hear my nonsense and me said I had a great day, did not help. <laughs> no, he kept he kept saying how much better of a day and life he has than me. Use your empathy very... <laughs> and be happy for me. I, Connor, I used up all of my empathy uh, for the year, okay? It's January, <laughs> I didn't have that much to go around. <laughs> Um, so this is Movie Mondays If this is your first episode uh, As I said We just talk all the week's movie news But if you've been here before If you could give us a like and review Whatever podcast platform that you're listening to this on Would really really help us out um, Now here's the thing We are recording this on the Sunday This um, is true the, So I mean I know James Gunn is announcing DC news And he said before the end of January And I just know that fucker's <laughs> dropping it on a Monday So I'm getting in early that we don't have any of the James Gunn news if he's announced something which we don't know if he has. Unless it drops in the next, I don't know, 50 minutes or so. Yeah. We are not yeah. going to cover the James <laughs> Gunn news. <laughs> He'll drop it exactly the minute we hit stop record. And I'll be like, oh, right. gee, always. So what happened with the Oscar nominations fucking last week. <laughs> yes, that is true. So actually, Sean, now that you mention it, we oh, are oh, opening. <laughs> Professionals, boy. Seven days I've been waiting to gloat <laughs> to the rest of the world. Seven days. It's our Oscars now. Look at us. Look at everyone huddling, right? We told you fucking yeah. years back. Years back what was going to happen here. We were taking over. And nobody believed us, Sean. Right? Nobody no, fucking believed us. me. Right? So, <laughs> so the main man, Mr. Barry... Right? When did we give Barry a show out? 2019? Oh, it, it was... Our, yeah, it must have been. Like, it was when the Eternals casting announcement, I believe. Oh, man. We, was, we gave him... And everyone was like, who the fuck is that Barry guy? Fucking Oscar-nominated Barry Keown, thanks yeah. very much. Soon to be Oscar winner Barry Keown. <laughs> well, Brendan's also win it. He could win it as well. That's true. That is true. Has he been in a Marvel thing yet, Brendan Gleeson? I don't uh, think so. 
No, I don't think so. He was in that movie on Cork and Millish. <laughs> he was. He was. So it's soon to be starring Oscar-nominated Oscar winner. <laughs> that's a Brendan reference Gleason. nobody else gets unless you it, grew up in Ireland. That is niche. That is, <laughs> that very, is that's the most niche, niche. thing. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so look, the Oscar news dropped this week and we're going to start this week because there's a lot to discuss. A lot of yeah. awards, a lot of things to cover and between you and me, Irish people are up for 40 fucking percent of them. So it'd be weird okay. if we didn't cover it. Now it's the O apostrophe scurs. Is what it is. We're taking scurs. over, right? <laughs> it's us and everyone and everything everywhere all at once. They're the only two people winning anything this year. Look, two great groups of lads, quite honestly, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. The Irish and the cast and crew of everything everywhere all at once. Well-deserved awards all around, yes. Uh, but uh, also, just the, the the reaction on Twitter, Irish Twitter specifically is that we're all just real proud of everyone involved. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. just, it's great to see it. It's great for the county, great for the parish. <laughs> it, it's great for everyone, mostly because, like, we don't normally win anything ever in any capacity. So the fact that we have this many awards nominations, we're guaranteed at least one. We have to get one of them, Sean. T- yeah. And that person will be hailed as a god here forever. Searsh is already locked in. We got somebody We've got else. Searsha. That's fine. Like, I think, because Colin Farrell is up for best actor, isn't he? Yes. Now, if Colin gets it, Jesus, that's going to be a celebration right there. <laughs> We're going to go anyone, mad. <laughs> if anyone gets it, man. Like, on Colleen Kuhn as well, The Quiet Girl, that's up for mm. best international. Which, yeah. that would be massive if an Irish language film yeah. won best international film at the Oscars. Yeah. So, I mean, this is going to be very much an Irish view on the Oscars. So, I mean, if you're coming here for unbiased opinions, you're not getting them here. Because, I mean, to be honest, every other movie is shit, Sean. Every other movie is shit. I refuse to watch any movie that was not. Actually, I was really surprised uh, the Batman didn't get nominated for more. But, I mean, that's just because of my my probably personal bias. Probably the bias towards it, yeah. Didn't even get nominated for, like, best um, music. Yeah, which was which was a weird one because that like is one of the most iconic soundtracks of the last year. I would say. Like, I'm not um, asking for Rob Pats to get lo- locked in. I, I can understand the other nominees. I'm just saying, best director, even like that movie looks pretty fucking great. Um, like if you wanted to put up for a cinematography, fair play. We're gonna. Be, I don't have gripe, Sean, because it's one of those where I was like, oh, what the fuck, Batman? Oh wait, no, we're in every nomination category. Okay, cool. yeah. Honestly, like uh, Paddy Power has a thing of like Irish people, Irish people that were nominated for Oscars. You got Colin Farrell. You got Paul Mescal up there. Uh, Martin <laughs> McDonough. Paul. Best editing. <laughs> The Banshees of Inner Sharon. Uh, Jonathan Redmond for best editing for Elvis as yeah. well. Uh, live action short, an Irish goodbye. Uh, yeah. You got Barry, Brendan, Kerry Condon. Uh, yeah. You got Richard Banaham for best visual effects for Avatar The Way of Water, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> so, also, uh, Martin McDonough's both his parents are Irish. So, here's an interesting one. Do we claim him or do we? Because we, he's very talented, but he's we very also talented. he's technically English. So, But, but. But, no, he's one, like, come on. It's, it's, it's are, both your parents are Irish. If you, can, like. if you can play on the Ireland squad, you're Irish, you mm, know. That's true. That's what I would say. <laughs> that's true. There's a whole rule about that. Like. There is a rule, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, yeah, where, where do you kind of want to start covering this? Because, um, Be- yeah, before we get into just how good Banshees of Inisherin is, fucking great for Paul Mescal, isn't it? Oh, my God. It's fucking mad, right? Because we talked about him a few weeks ago with Gladiator 2. And I think... Yeah. I think we have a blind spot for Paul because <laughs> we see him as just like <laughs> one of the lads. But like. it's just Paul. Like it's just, we don't know him personally, but we all know him as like every group of friends has a Paul, and it's, he's just one of the lads, and he's he's kind of sound. And he's he's just, good at sports. Yeah, he just gets on with things, you know. There's yeah, never any bother just, with Paul. No, he's, uh, like, no hassle with Paul. But I don't know if anyone saw it. It's been doing the rounds on Twitter, but like. For ages, everyone in Ireland knew him because he was in an ad for sausages. <laughs> like, and it was Denny's a pretty sa- good ad. <laughs> pretty good ad, as ads so, go. It's one of the so best. So the ad, I'm going to describe the ad. Describe the ad, the ad. Describe the ad my friend. <laughs> so it's 2018. Paul Meskel is just, he's, I mean, he's just getting acting gigs wherever he can. And yeah. um, 
this is literally four years ago now. <laughs> so four years ago, he starts in an ad for sausages, and the ad is just him and his dad at the kitchen table, and they're like, "Oh, you gotta go travel the world. I'm gonna go yeah. see everywhere in the world." And they get like, um, they get a map, um, get a globe, a, a globe, and they, and the they globe. twirl it, and then they put their finger on somewhere on the map, and then they say Bali. And then the next call is him on a bus to a little Irish village called Ballyhornus. Ballyhornus. that's the gag. <laughs> and that's why you should buy sausages from this brand. <laughs> it's Bally. Ballyhornus. <laughs> that's Bally. where I'm going. <laughs> Ballyhornus. And look, it's a short journey. Nice it's not great when described, but better in person. And also imagine Oscar-nominated Paul Meskel starring in it. <laughs> I mean, look, great day for sausages in the town. Um <laughs> Do you think they're going to put that forever? Like, whenever they sell a sausage, that company is going to be just like, we were once sponsored by Oscar-nominated and maybe Oscar-winning Paul Meskel. Honestly, surely, like, they have to do a before and after. Or, like, when you know when he's on, like, talk shows and things like that? Yeah. That's the ad that's going to be brought on. As like, oh, look what you did in the early days of your career. But, like, and I know he wasn't given a lot of range, but he's still really good in that act. <laughs> like, no, no disrespect, Paul. <laughs> We're not slagging him. We're literally the proudest we've We're ever been of anyone. <laughs> We're so happy for Paul. Like, Paul and Barry are our two. Like, Colin and Brendan, they're already locked in. Like, the two boys yeah, are legends. We know they're right? great. Yeah, we know they're great. But the, the young lads, the lads, like, who are under 32... Like, these boys, they need... Also, there's a whole thing with Phoebe Bridgers and... And And Bo Burnham. (laughs) Yeah, Bo Burnham. And they were like... There's like a load of tweets in Ireland. Because Paul Meskell, not going to get into it, he was dating Phoebe Bridgers. And now they've apparently broken up. And then she was seen with Bo Burnham, who another man we also like. But then somebody on Twitter was like, neither of them are ever welcome on these lands again. (laughs) You insult Paul. You insult all of us. It's Yeah, it's like when there's a bad break up with your friends and you're like no we're siding with him or we're siding with her because the thing about this place right is everyone knows everyone so everyone's like no you can't like Paul Paul's Paul's on the land so to see him get best actor nominated for After Sun which is his first role in a block in his first leading role in a movie yeah and he's been nominated for an Oscar and then the other stat was in his first uh, TV series he was nominated for an Emmy yeah like he he's just killing it, um, which and this like this will propel his career massively. Like this is now like he's been fairly well known. Yeah. Now like this is like if he wins this, let's imagine a world where Paul Mescal wins best actor in a leading role on his first goal. <laughs> so we're just laughing because we'll just be like, it's kind of like see, to put it in perspective. So say you've got one friend who you've just always known as he's just like. He's that's Tom, right? Yeah. Tom's part of the crew. He's just every single day you go hang out. And you also you know Tom's a bit of a fucking Egypt sometimes as well. He's like, up for Tom, a laugh, like he doesn't take things like, yeah, too seriously. Like, he's, like, he's not he's not perfect, but he's not absolutely and so then Tom is getting all these awards. Suddenly in whatever field he's in, they're like, Tom is the smartest, best man yeah. that's ever lived. Tom Tom like left hurling training early so he could go do an interview to be the head of Google is what this is and, and everyone in Google is like that's the fucking best man we've ever met he's yeah. Bill Gates multiplied by 10 he's fucking amazing and you're like I seen him once get sick in his own hands yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> then he clapped for some reason and he cla- like Tom's a fucking Egypt but fuck me do we, are we proud of him and I want okay Paul Mescal. I want to say he's going to be Cyclops and X-Men in the future. Oh, I hope so. Which would be fucking huge, all right? Yeah. Or Banshee. He'd be a really good Banshee because Banshee's Irish. Um, yeah. Now, if Paul Meskel wins, he will beat out Austin Butler, Colin Farrell, yeah. Bill Nye and Brendan Fraser. <laughs> for oh, we just have a hope. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, right, so that that's like probably one of the strongest lineups they've had in several years. Like Austin Butler, I t- I can see them giving it to Austin because of the whole Elvis thing, and he's still talking in the Elvis accent, and you yeah. know how it is, and it's a very good performance. Could just as easily see Brendan Fraser getting it for the whale. Like that's apparently exactly, a career yeah. defining, and, role and it's one of those him. where whoever wins. They all seem like very nice people. So, like, exactly. cool. Yeah. There's no arseholes up for the award, I would say. No. I mean, if Colin Farrell wins, I think his speech would be blockbuster, just because oh, he's the nicest man in the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Paul's speech also would be hilarious. Um, I imagine it would be like he's accepting a trophy for winning the a bi- local match. The big, lo- the big fucking Irish head in them going up. Because yeah. Colin Farrell has Hollywood good looks. Whereas Paul goes up with his fucking Irish head going, well, lads, yeah, fucking thanks for the award. Happy to be after. in LA, like. Um, <laughs> then I will say, and I will say, look, Brendan Gleeson and Barry Keown are both up for Banshees of Inisherin in the supporting role, Oscar. Do you think they'll split the vote? I... I think they could. I think both of them deserve it, but I also think it should go to Kehui Kwan for. Oh no! If he does a win, I'm rioting. I'm That's just happy the, for the yeah. two lads. Yeah, the, the two lads happy to be there. Absolutely brilliant. Um, but like, he should get it because he's. No, I, I think we're all in agreement, regardless. To be like, you know how much he wants, or we want him to win. That we are like Barry. Yeah. We don't mind him getting nominated, but he shouldn't win it. Because, yeah. I mean, it's obvious who should win it. And okay, I think should get that. It, it's it's probably similar to, like, and like Brendan Gleeson, I mean, he's just excellent himself. Um, but I, I could also see in, say, like, the main one, Brendan Fraser winning would be very similar. Where it's yeah. just like, look, everyone likes Brendan Fraser, let him win. Also, Bill Nye, very good. I don't think he's going to win, but he's always, always excellent at literally everything he ever does. Yeah, he's never, and Bill Nye rarely misses, to be honest. I mean, um, John, about time. That's all I need to say. That's all I need just, to say. Just watch about time. It's really, <laughs> really good. Time. It's really heartbreaking. What can I say? Yeah. Um, actress in a leading role then. Um, Michelle Yeoh should absolutely get that for everything everywhere oh, as well. Oh, if she does, yeah. Again, another riot if that doesn't happen. And, and you know, like, because she's so fucking good. Like, and so, like, Kate Blanchett, Ada de Arbus, like, Michelle Williams, um, uh, Andrea Riseborough, like, they're all very good. I think Michelle Yeoh has to win it. Like, yeah. everything everywhere all at once, she fucking carries, the two of them carry that movie so much. And to see, like, say, like, Jamie Lee Curtis gets her first nominee as Best Supporting Actress. Um, yeah. Like, and Stephanie too fu- as well. And, like, fucking crazy. Like, I think, it's everything everywhere all at once and Banshees have kind of just like swarmed this fucking Oscars because they're so good and then maybe you have a little bit of The Whale um, and then a little bit of Elvis Angela Bassett getting nominated for uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is very very cool just as yeah but like she is better than that film deserves though like and that's (laughs) Like, that's the best of the recent phase of Marvel movies, um, I I think is safe yeah. enough to say. But Angela Bassett is just, like, she, she, it, 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 she shouldn't be allowed to be that good in a movie. I, th- I think what happened was, like, obviously with Chadwick's passing, um, the whole movie had to be rewritten, the whole plot had to be rewritten. And it was probably, set, like, Angela, you're going to be fucking leading this. Like, you're going to yeah, be one you're of two, carry you're this one on your A one B. Like, yeah, like, and Angela Bassett, who is one of the greatest actors probably living, that she's just like, cool, <laughs> give yeah. me the script, give me the ball, and I'll run down the fucking field and catch it myself. And then, um, I'm just going through the Academy list here as well, um, but for animated feature film, um, there's, look, there's one that I think should win, but then there's one that I know is going to win. Okay. Right. Is it, and is the one that you think should win is the Irish one? Uh, no, this is the animated. Oh, sorry. The, the animated sorry. feature, excuse me, not the short. Sorry, sorry. Um, but the, I mean, look, the Sea Beast is real good and it's about pirates, is all I want to say. <laughs> uh, so that should win every award because <laughs> then more pirate movies will be made. However, uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio is absolutely going to win the best animated feature. <laughs> yes. But I mean, to be fair, Squelbo del Toro. Also, as as everyone knows who listens to this show, we give out props to 
Very nice person. <laughs> Seems yeah. like a very nice person. <laughs> when Jared Leto sent Margot Robbie that rat, uh, Guillermo del Toro adopted it. Just because he likes it. <laughs> just a nice man. It's a nice, just friendly, let him win man. things. Um, yeah, I, look, there's, there's so many. Um, so I, what I'm going to need you to do is yeah. I'm going to need you to give me straight out your pick for each award. And then when it all doesn't come true, we're going to look like fucking idiots. But I'm going to trust you that you're going to at least get one right. Right, okay. I haven't seen every one of them, by the way, just for true. what that's worth. Uh, but... Okay. I'm Who has? Quick- every, every year in the Oscars, there's at least one in every category. You're like, I haven't seen that. That's true. I want to watch as many as possible, though. Um, and I found there's a thread on Twitter that like lists where to watch them all uh, okay. legally. So I'm going to go through that. Okay, going through it. I think Colin Farrell is going to get it for Banshees of Inner Sharon Ooh, in Best okay. Actor. I think supporting role, Ke Hui Kwan for Everything Everywhere. Best Actress in yeah. the Leading Role, Michelle Yeoh. Um, Best Actress in a Supporting Role. Oh, I think I want to give it to Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, I think that's going to happen. Yeah. I think Game of the Lord is going to win Best Animated Feature. Um, cinematography. Um, I think it might go to All Quiet on the Western Front, but I'm not 100% about, um, sure. Best, di- best Director. Best Director. Um, so you got Martin McDonough, Martin McDonough. the two Daniels. Yeah. Uh, Spielberg, Todd Field, or Ruben Oslund. Um, so I think it's probably between McDonough or the two Daniels. Yeah, I th- think on direction it would be the Daniels, I think. I, look, Spielberg is up there. I think they just they have to nominate Spielberg anytime he makes. I, I don't think I think Spielberg is is up there because he's Spielberg. I think The Fablewoods is a very good movie, but I don't think it's in the realm of everything, everywhere, all at once, as a spectacle or as like as a production put together by the directors. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think the Daniels just that's a such a like it wouldn't be the same movie without them. It's mm. they're the reason it's so good. So. I should actually bring up um, Waffles' message into the Instagram. Uh, by the way, love it when people message in. There's, there's lots of questions that always pop up. I just thought of it there now looking here. Is that yeah. he was asking us what we thought of the Banshees of Inishir and wondering if we could do a review on it in the Lazarus Pit. So if you'd be, I'm happy to add it into the hat to cover it over on the Patreon. But if yeah. you wanted to give us a general overview... Sure. What what do you think of Banshees of Inishir just as a movie itself? I really like it. People, a lot of people are split on it, um, but and people are saying it's a movie where nothing happens. But True. that's the point, yeah. Because that is small Ireland living, um, and like it's set in the twenties, but it's like it's not a hundred percent different from how it is now. Um, it do, it very it deals very well with the Irish idea of don't talk about it, which is. Like uh, there's a, this mentality in Ireland of ah it'll be grand just leave it alone it'll sort itself out mm. and so you have um, Brendan Gleeson who is like so obsessed with being remembered that he's willing to cut off his own fucking fingers so so he can try and write some music and Colin Farrell's character is just like no that's mental that's weird you sh- this is, it's weird that this is happening but everyone else around him is like no just leave it alone. Yeah. Just don't talk about it. Um, and so, and then it escalates because he doesn't leave it alone. But we, the audience, are like, no, no, that is insane. Why is he cutting off his fingers? <laughs> no, I, I think it's one of those, as you said, nothing happens, but everything happens within the nothingness. If, yeah. if I was going to say it, like, so as, uh, uh, like, if someone said, could you recommend me a movie? It's really depending on, like, are they just in for, like, do they just want to waste, or not waste, but like, in for two, I've only got two hours free. I'm going to go everything, everywhere, all at once. Watch yeah. that in terms of like, that's going to fucking be so entertaining. But as a movie, I was like, Banshee's been sheared is the performances, the direct, so good of a movie that shouldn't work. That it's like, because it's, it is about nothing, but that's kind of its strength in that then you just have Farrell and you have McDonough and you have Gleason and you have Kerry Condon and they're just like, right, well, we're just going to carry this just with just being us. And Barry as well. Like, everyone's seen all that scene with Barry, um, to, like, uh, professing his love, trying to, try to gain Kerry Condon's, uh, just trying to get her yeah. to, like, be in a relationship with him. And that performance itself is, like, the perfect epitome of the movie in that he's literally, like, he's not being animated, but, but it's in his words. Everything he says, 
And if you just like watch it, you're just like, fuck, like I'm in this. Yeah. And like, you don't like grow, like the way that that, it's Barry Keown's character. Uh, I forget his name, but like his life is going to live and die on that island. Mm. And like, whether he does or doesn't, like, sorry, whether he lives to an old age or he doesn't, he is living and dying on that island. Like there's, there, there there's no, there's no immediacy to any of it. Like he's just, he's just doing but he does the same thing every day. And they all do that. They all just get up, do their jobs, mm. go to the pub, get up, do their jobs, do to the pub over and over and over again. And the only one then who gets quote unquote away is the sister who gets a job on the mainland. Yeah. And it's like, it's the only way to break the, the pattern, I suppose. And, and I also, th- I think, I think Colin Farrell probably, I like Colin Farrell in that movie is so good. Like so fucking yeah. good. It's the right up there the with his- when he's drunk. Yeah, exactly. So heartbreaking. Like the, the the two movies that Colin Farrell, I think, his best performances are either The Banshee of Inisherin or Phone Boot, another fucking classic. Phone movie. Boot is fucking unreal. <laughs> so if you good. haven't seen Phone Booth, go watch it. Colin Farrell carries it on his back. Like they're, to me, they're like they're just like the fucking best performances he's ever put in. And I think Banshees is so good because he's just like he's an idiot. Like he's just he's just a normal regular. Like he's not perfect. He's just. He just wants to have a pint with his friend and he can't understand what's changed in yeah. this world. And like, he's just, and it's, I think uh, Kerry Condon's character is like, you're just a bit simple. Like, just, it's just he wants to live a simple life and he doesn't really think further than his nose about anything ever. Yeah, and he's like, and he's, and is that a bad thing? Like, he's just, he's nice. No, he's because he's not, he's harmless. That's a, it's said in the movie, he's absolutely harmless. Like, he doesn't do anything bad to anyone, but yeah. he also doesn't think larger about anything um, and so then the question it's just the interactions of those characters if you haven't seen the Banshees I would absolutely recommend it I don't know if it would hit probably hits different for people who aren't Irish as opposed to ourselves yeah I don't know um, how the Irishness of it translates but I think it's still worth a watch anyway. what I will say is Waffles thought it was absolutely great so excellent I mean it's it's gotten down under <laughs> so, so it's pretty good down there but there's to be fair there's Irish people all over Australia and New Zealand <laughs> so I, I don't know if that translates but yeah um, I yeah I would say Colin Far. I can see Brendan Fraser though getting it just because um, yeah. the story as well that's, yeah that's the thing and like b- both would be deserved I would say um, like I think if, Fra- if Fraser won and um, there's no Irish people that actually won any awards I think that's absolutely fine because <laughs> yeah. I think all those movies they're in are all really good but sometimes you can just be like yeah Fraser probably is really good Jamie Lee Curtis really good like Kerry Condon she's excellent in the band she's but Jamie Lee Curtis I, I like that story more um, her Angela Bassett getting it yeah I think so and um, in terms of the international thing I think The Quiet Girl has a quite a good chance of getting it mm. Um all Quiet on the Western Front is the German international feature film. So that might get it either. That was quite successful. Um, but I think for my best picture, um, I think it's going to be everything everywhere is it's okay. what I put money on. And so then my last one, visual effects. All Quiet on the Western Front, Black Panther, Top nope. Gun, Avatar or The Batman? I think Avatar gonna be avatar yeah, <laughs> yeah. i had to say <laughs> which by the way passed two billion dollars this Insane. week so sean i think we should say we were wrong we were, <laughs> we were famously we were cautious. wrong i want to say mm, mm. Um, this is actually, almost like we're wrong about most things we are wrong about nearly everything but <laughs> what i do want to say and this is not related to the oscars or movie it's related to movies i guess but have you watched the menu yet no i actually i watched a trailer yeah watch the menu it's really good it's real good. It's real good. I, real good. Watch. I, you know what I did? I clicked on it right, and I watched the trailer, and I went, "That looks a bit scary for a Sunday evening." <laughs> look, you're not wrong. It's look, it's not even that scary. It's more of a thriller, I would say, than a horror. Okay. Actually, I think that was the day I watched the Bad Cheese. I think it was the two of them. I watched both trailers and went, "Ah, fucking!" I watched the Bad Cheese. It's yeah. It's about as suspenseful. It's it's more suspenseful than Banshees, but it's like. Mm. Don't know if there anything I can compare it to, really. But just watch it. It's really, really good. Ray Fiennes is in yeah. it. So he's kind of Irish. And, and Nicholas Holt and Anya Taylor-Joy. And Anya Taylor-Joy. Taylor so you got you got yeah. everyone in there. 
<laughs> um, I hope uh, yeah I think Avatar is going to win it also did you see the weird thing Zoe Saldana has been in four movies that have been over four two billion dollars grossing that's huge she is in the list of like top actors with top highest grossing movies but like the rest of that is like Samuel L. Jackson and The Rock but that's just because of the amount that they've been in but Zoe yeah. Saldana has just like had some of the top ones and not done as many movies. It's it's really weird. No, I, I her run is fucking crazy because she's in both those Avengers, um, Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, um, and she's in the first Avatar and now the second Avatar. So there's the four of them. How many actors have been in all four of them? No, <laughs> has anyone ever had four two billion dollar movies on the resume? I don't think so. I think she's the only person. Uh, I think I'd wager um, Chris Evans probably does. And Robert Downey Jr. Oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah like, the, like uh, technically, like the ensemble. Civil War? And stuff like. Did Civil War break two bill? Uh, I think Civil War broke two bill, didn't it? Civil it's, it's, War. I, I mean, it, who office. gives a fuck about how much money a movie makes? But I'm just saying it's a cool it's stat that she can kind of throw around. <laughs> like, Got yeah, 1.1 like, mil. 1.1 mil. So, you know. So Not, she's the only one. She's the only one. Yeah, yeah. Famously. <laughs> only one there'll ever be. <laughs> um, so yes the Oscars are coming up all of Ireland will be awake because we famously never win anything and we are yeah. very surprised and very excited about what Do could happen do you watch here. the Oscars would you stay up to watch the Oscars I know you have before at like a party I do or most something years, yeah yeah, yeah. We, there's an Oscars party and then um during lockdown, we stayed up and watched it as well. It's like, it's, no, a, fun, I, it's a fun time. Uh, I'm going to sleepy beddy boys. You know what I mean? Got work in the morning. What if someone slaps someone again, Connor? <laughs> I have the day after. I actually, I have the day after the Oscars booked off because I'm just staying up for it. <laughs> this man loves movies. You know I love what I mean? film. What can I say? Just Eat, sleep, it. breathe, um, pirates. <laughs> so look, big shout out to everyone, especially Barry and Paul, um, just because you're absolute fucking legends. Um, Barry's story, by the way, has been going all over Twitter about the thing of like how he um, he grew up and then he's, he answered an ad at a shop window looking for an extra yeah. Um, in a movie looking for I think it was a milkman or a delivery man or something and that was in 2010 and now 13 years later he's Oscar nominated in a movie The that's that's huge that's insane um, the the Irish reaction regardless is just we're just happy for the lads the lads and ladies <laughs> involved yeah and Gary Condon everyone was like yeah she fucking deserved that as well she was yeah Gary Condon kills it in that movie yeah fucking fantastic um okay so we're gonna move on Sean we don't have more Oscar news because um it is it is Oscars week but it's also random news story week because we have trailers we want to talk about that I want to get to later on um but first we've got maybe perhaps a series it's more of a headline of an idea I wanted to throw to you to see how you feel Right, and did you clear this with me beforehand? Uh, I didn't, like, no. Right, okay, um, interesting. Because interesting. I, I have Ron Howard hopes to see a solo get a follow-up on Disney Plus in its own series. Now, mm. now mm. this is why I brought it up, because everyone remembers Solo, a Star Wars story. A movie, surprisingly, just, it was grad. It was it, it happened. It was, it was fine. Um, yeah. And... Um, so what happened then is Ron Howard obviously directed it um, he came in for Lauren Miller halfway through he directed yep. it um, Ron Howard pretty big name in Hollywood and he kind of hopes to see Solo get a follow up on Disney Plus could you see something like that happen I could I suppose which might be better than a, like a follow up movie because there was an intention to do a, a series of Solo this is okay I hate the naming convention Mm. a series of stories about han solo in movie format they set up a lot of threads in the first solo oh so many threads so many threads you got you got you got you got kira is that her name Uh, but although i think amelia clara came out this week and was like i'm not coming back to star wars (laughs) honestly yeah can't blame her Um, she's been burned so many times she's had some bad franchise results terminator for one terminator do you remember terminator remember terminator genesis i think it was genesis yeah Ah, wasn't good just wasn't very good um no i think like andor got very good reviews um i've not watched it but a lot of people have told Apparently me to watch it. It's amazing. Yeah. So if it was like they got the solo treatment from that and it's just a story about Darth Maul's crime ring. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense mm. to me. Mm. That'll absolutely work. Could could you see like, 
would people care? Is I think it's hard to do a Han Solo Disney Plus series of like a prequel Disney Plus series of Han Solo the character. Yeah, so you wind into like he has to do a bunch of stuff and has to have all these adventures and then none of them be addressed in the original trilogy when he actually shows up. It's going to be like, you know, in Revenge of the Sith, when Anakin and Obi-Wan keep quipping, oh, it's like the time you fell into that dragon's nest. (laughs) And it's just like, well, where where is that? What's going on there? That's the one of the most annoying things in that movie, because I'm like, these all sound really interesting. Why are we covering this story? Whereas now it's going to be, he's going to do all of that, and then none of it be addressed. And all of the characters that he meets, none of them will ever show up again. Do you remember the time you nearly died 15 times? No, I I genuinely cannot remember that. As a character, I'm just, you know, it's 1977 and I don't know why that's happened. Yeah, and so, and like, you can't just have him, you know, like Donald Glover isn't coming back for the Disney Plus I don't think series. Donald Glover's, you might get Alden, Alden might come back for like a six episode series. What's Alden done? After Solo. I don't know, I think he's been pretty busy. I think he's been yeah. pretty busy. Yeah, yeah, you see Alden's name a few times. It can't particularly name a, a specific franchise or a movie. Um, th- no, but I, I like, he it, I, he got a real bad rap because he had to get acting lessons on the set of Solo. But he had to get improv lessons because he's not an improv actor. But that's, um, I mean, there's not a lot of people that aren't improv actors. Oh, Jesus, no. <laughs> Hang on a minute, Connor. <laughs> Go so, on. 2018, he's in Solo, a Star Wars story. True. Doesn't work again until, uh, look, 2020, he did a show called Brave New World. Uh, don't know what that's about. Um, it's a Peacock original, so not very successful, I want to say. Good stuff. However, he is upcoming. He's going to be an Ironheart in a role that has not been revealed. Cool. Um, also upcoming, 2023, Cocaine Bear. Uh, he's not he's a playing, cocaine bear, is he? He's a, he's playing Marty in Cocaine Bear, and Fuck. then he's also in Oppenheimer. What? He's in Oppenheimer. I don't know what, what he's cast as, but he's Big shout out to Alden. It's 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 the it's the Alden Renaissance. It's a Renaldin <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm all in on Alden. I'm Alden in on Alden. Is what I am. I mean, it's, that's amazing. I look honestly. I wish the best for him because I feel we were harsh on him back in the day. <laughs> I think it was a movie that I think yeah, people were very harsh on coming out and they were like because obviously like Han Solo is a character people love so they seen this movie and they were like oh this is going to be shit and I mean we probably I we were on the radio at that time talking about yeah. trailers I remember um, and I remember we were like this is going to be bad but with, especially with all the, the production problems behind the scenes and then the movie came out and I feel like because everyone expected it to be terrible it was just like it was absolutely fine. Like a completely passable, fun movie. You can turn it on and it won't change your life for better or worse, having seen it. Um, no, yeah, but it's like it's 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 much better than The Rise of Skywalker as a movie. I oh, would say. way better, yeah. And I think it's just because people wanted it to be so bad that they could hate it that when yeah. it wasn't, I think they still had that like feeling that like it must be really shit. I'm not saying it's fucking <laughs> winning Oscars, but like there's loads of movies that are absolutely grand. Yeah, that are just fine. Like, and, and, and some movies that are bad as well. We've all watched Love yeah. and Thunder. Mm. <laughs> we all remember Love and Thunder. <laughs> that that happened. <laughs> um, so, I mean, Sean, I feel like we should probably move on. I just wanted to throw that ID at you. Um, obviously, the Oscars have taken up a lot of this show because, I mean, it's Oscars. It's, yeah, it's, big it's news. a movie mo- show. What can you do? But um, really should have talked about it when they were announced last Tuesday. <laughs> but hey, what do we do? <laughs> we're locked well, we in. Have to go. <laughs> All everyone else has moved on. We're hot on the topic of what's new. <laughs> um, so, but John, I feel like we need to move on to our latest. And I have this as my one of my favorite new segments. Our latest Fantastic Four rumor about the movie Marvel have not announced anything for. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, it's it's coming out. Soon, and we don't have a cast or anything like that. No cast, no crew, no director, no nothing. So, um, Fantastic Four, there is new, a new rumour as to who would be playing Mr. Fantastic. So, a few weeks ago, it was Adam Driver. Then, yep. before that, it was the guy from You. Um, what's that uh, guy's Penn name? Penn Badgley. 
Penn uh, Badgley, yeah. John Shaw has been thrown around. William Jackson Harper, but he's in yeah. Ant-Man, so I don't think he's going to be him. Well, the um, latest Marvel rumour, Sean, has Ryan Gosling in the running for Fantastic Four. <laughs> I'm just going to come in right now and say, no, he's not. No. <laughs> Ryan Gosling has been rumoured for every fucking Everything. superhero project that has, since Spider-Man 1... <laughs> He has been in the running for everything. Apparently. And Gosling, Gosling is amazing. Like, I mean, he's great, great I'll, actor. I'll be, I'll be honest with you, Sean. He shouldn't be wasting his time doing any of these movies. He should be. He should be doing the nice guys too, and not wasting everybody else's fucking time. Right? Just make Drive again. You know, <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's really, really good. I also don't think like they're probably not gonna like Ryan Gosling is forty two. Where mm. I think they want a younger Mister Fantastic so they can sign him up for. 10 years. Yeah, I can't see Gosling signing on for like five movies. No, I don't think that's in his wheelhouse. I don't think he's interested in it. No, I, uh, look, that's fair enough. Like, but now the new rumor is that he would. So they don't say he could be Mr. Fantastic. They say he could be in Fantastic Four. Then it becomes clear he'd probably have to lead the movie because he's Ryan Gosling. You couldn't have like some. Like, no offense to Penn Badgley, but you couldn't have Penn Badgley and then Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling is playing like Johnny Storm. Yeah, I don't think that would work. Um, my dream, because to, to play him as an absolute psychotic bastard, um, Glenn Howerton from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> Just an absolute rageful man. Just a psychopath. Just an actual psychopath would be amazing. Um, because we've covered on this show so many times that Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, is... Just one of the worst people that's ever lived in comic books. And yeah. I just think, yeah, they should buy into it. I just think pure into it. psychopathic behavior, constantly doing the worst possible thing at all times. But you just need Dr. Doom to be slightly worse. Like, he wants to kill 100 orphans, but Dr. Doom wants to kill 500 orphans. No, and he's th- like, here's the thing is, Reed doesn't necessarily want to, but he will. He fucking will. <laughs> Like, he's kind of looking at the button like, I mean, I will. Like, if, yeah. if, if killing a hundred orphans would make me even slightly cooler, I would be willing to kill a hundred orphans. But like, Doom wants to do it just for the crack. And for this story, like, look me in the eye and tell me you can imagine Ryan Gosling in one of those grey and black striped suits pretending to stretch his arms really far. Yeah, it's... I, it's one of those where what I heard the rumor and I was just like, I need to tell Sean because this is a new weekly thing now. That every single fucking week, it's just like somebody else is rumored for the yeah. fantastic because we don't have a cast. Any male actor who isn't already cast is eligible. As far I as tell you who you cast. I mean, if Barry wasn't already in the MCU, I'd be thinking Barry, but he's already locked in. He's in the MCU and the DCU at the minute. Um, yeah. Paul Mescal. I just exactly what I was going to say. Were you really? <laughs> Big Paul. And then, fuck everything, cast yeah. Phoebe Bridgers as Sue Storm. <laughs> no. Bo Burnham as Johnny Storm. <laughs> <laughs> just, just an absolute shithouse of a cast. And Brendan Gleeson as The Thing. Oh, Brendan would be so good as The Thing. He'd love to be The Thing. <laughs> He'd be so lovable as Ben Grimm. Like um, ben Grimm no, Irish. No, I'm, I'm thinking now, right? No, Mescaline as Reed. Then yeah. you get um, the the lady from Normal People, the other one. Um, yeah. So, what's that? Daisy... Oh, I can't remember her full name. It's a triple barrel name. Daisy Edgar Jones. Daisy, I was going to say Daisy Ridley Jones, but Daisy Ridley's another person. Um, Daisy Edgar Jones. Um, So she's Sue Storm. And then you get Brendan Gleeson in as, obviously, and then I take Colin Farrell as Johnny Storm. And then you're absolutely laughing. Age gap be damned. Like (laughs) (laughs) He was adopted years before. I think they're around... like it depends how they're introduced. We know nothing about this film as well. No, nothing. That's uh, why you do, that's why you constantly have rumors. So we can just make up whatever we want. What is the is there a release date or an expected release for Fantastic Four? Uh, February fourteenth, twenty twenty five. Okay, so what we got two years. So that's starting filming this year, presumably, mm. probably like November time. Um, um, oh, sorry. It's also being directed by Matt Shackman, um, and then somebody said he's also rumored. Uh, right, Gosling is rumored as the Sentry. I hate that less. I mm. hate that a lot less. I think actually, 
That's pretty good. And he is an older superhero. Oh. Oh, he's in. I've got him in. I threw one last little ditch to try and get him in. And I've got him in. I love when there's sentry news. Like, there's never sentry (laughs) There's no sentry news. I just made it up. (laughs) Well, there's no sentry, as far as anyone's concerned, Connor. Um, The sentry is a character in comic books who is the most powerful Marvel character ever, but also the most powerful villain in Marvel comic books simultaneously. He only exists when people remember that he exists, so Mm. he wipes everyone's memory. We did a Hero Zero that I was quite proud of uh, on the sentry, actually. You told me you weren't very proud of the Cassie Lang one last week. I wasn't that I wasn't. I just don't remember saying anything in it, you know. <laughs> I went back to listen to it and I, I don't normally because I was like, I want to know what he was talking about. Oh, it's about. pure chaos. Like, I don't know what happened to me. It's the complete opposite <laughs> you know, of that. I think you kind of hold it together. I think you just pull up, you just about pull it over just the line of just psychopathic behavior. But I, like, oh, I just, I forgot so many key aspects and then just peppered them in later in the report <laughs> you were like oh yeah the house of m happened oh yeah wanda killed everyone that oh, was wanda why killed everyone she, sorry did i not mention not like the nuclear holocaust that happened there three pages before i brought this up oh sorry so that happened and, uh, so so bear with me so iron lad he's <laughs> kang and then iron lad's armor gets left behind and that's now vision you think we're making this up that's exactly a fucking story point that he covered in yeah. Hero Zero it's quite a key element and not only vision. is the Iron Lad's armour vision it looks like Tony Stark some yeah he, well no he can mimic himself as Tony Stark and he's also in love with Cassie Lang yes because Iron Lad is in love with Cassie Lang oh, Iron Lad doesn't want to become Kang but then to save Cassie Lang he might become Kang no, so we're not covering it again time. we're not yeah, covering no. it again go listen to it it's fine it's <laughs> I want to cover um, next up we have um the fact that How to Train Your Dragon, Sean, mm-hmm. might be getting a live action treatment. No! No! Mm. That's, those movies are really good. Oh, those movies are fantastic. They're great. They're beautiful. They're gorgeous. I love them. They grow mm. up. Hiccup. I love them. Just don't give it a lot. You can't make it look as good as they already look. Th- this is one of those interesting things where it literally came out. When was the last one? Like 2017 or something? Like. Maybe maybe a little bit no, like um, it, it was, sooner. Yeah, like it was it was it was recent. Yeah. Like, uh, what was that tree? How to Train Your Dragon Tree? Yeah, I think it was, it was a, the third one. Yeah. They also had a load of Netflix shows as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's How to Train Your Dragon Three, twenty nineteen. Jesus came out. Christ. Okay, so that was like three years ago. Well, yeah. four years ago now. Four years um, ago now. Four years ago now. But apparently Universal Pictures uh, are in active development of a live-action version of the story of Hiccup and Tootless. Um, and so th- it's what happens is uh, Dean DeBlois... DeBlois? DeBlois? Who was in charge of the last two films. So he did the last two animated movies. He's mm-hmm. now in charge of the active development of the live-action movie which right. slightly softens the blow but i still think it's absolutely insane that you would take a movie that's really good and animation is a form of media <laughs> that you can produce a movie in <laughs> yeah the, i feel the entire reason that they did this as well and it's the reason why we got some stuff in multiverse of madness as well is that at the end of the third one he kind of looks like john krasinski with a beard True. so i think they just want that casting that the entire thing is built around that, I guarantee you. <laughs> and John Krasinski is in it, but the, everyone acts like he's still like fifteen. Yeah, like and but who's the who's this for? Mm. Like because like I, the kids are going to watch the animated one, yeah. and like the adults aren't really going to be interested in the remake of an animated movie that they watched with the kids two years ago. Yeah, and like people like like because we were like young-ish when those movies were first coming out. So, like, I would rather watch the animated ones than some reboot. And they still hold up. They're great movies. Yeah, it's not like it's, like, ropey early 2000s animation, like, CGI Mm. 3D animation. It's like, they're perfectly, they still look gorgeous and amazing. I'm really interested to know where they got this idea. Um, I mean... Fair enough. I don't think it's going to do very well, unfortunately. No, do, you th- do you think it's a rights thing? Because it, they are bu- it, is a, it is a book series. It's true. So maybe, like the way they had to make a Fantastic Four movie every couple of years to hold on to the rights, maybe it's something similar with How to Train Your Dragon. Mm. 
Mm. It has a total of 12 books, apparently. Yeah. Um, which I loads mean, of them. Is, is quite a lot. Um, they, they also have a series, uh, like a TV show, so eight seasons and 118 episodes. That's it insane. Had. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the last, then it also in 2019, the second show arrived, divided into two parts with six seasons and 53 episodes. And then finally in 2021, the third seri- season or series was released, consisting of four seasons and 26 episodes, with the last one released November of last year. Wow. So so there has just been content constantly. Constantly. Since 2010. Like that. I don't see the attractiveness of because look, the, the, look, we have technology to make very good, realistic-looking dragons, but that shouldn't be how the dragons in How to Train Your Dragon look. They need to be cute so you can sell merchandise. True, off. true. You, you know, you're not getting Game of Thrones level dragons with How to Train Your Dra- Dragon level storytelling. My my point would always be that my favorite movie ever is The Incredibles, yes. um, and now that is just a Fantastic Four movie done in uh, animated form but would that not prove the point that you don't need to have it live action to be much better than the live action version because The Incredibles is a fucking amazing film and the Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer that came out the same year was not so ideal (laughs) pretty not good pretty not good yeah like you need to just let certain things exist in the medium that they were originally made in and then See, they, these were originally things. novels turned into an animated movie, turned into a series, but that's okay. I don't, I don't mind that at all. It's when you start getting live action, I'm like, dude, just, just like, but it's I, fine. Like the, tra- the transition from animated movie to book, you gain something in the fact that it's animated and in motion. Mm. And that they were very successful and very well liked. A lot of people have strong memories attached to those films. But then what do you gain? What can you do better in live action than... A, sh- a children's movie about dragons didn't do in animation. I would argue very little. Um, yeah. And so speaking of things that you can adapt, Sean, we're going to move into, we got two trailers to get to. We got okay. 10 minutes. So Fuck. I'm interested to see how you're going to split this. Okay. So yeah. first of all, we got Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves trailer that came out. Sean, this is our second trailer for this movie. You are a big D&D fan. I'm interested to know how you feel about watching this as show a board a game converted to a movie. My (laughs) God, who could ever possibly? Um, He he says, excited for the Warhammer series. (laughs) Um, This, I like this trailer less than the first one. Um, Interesting. Okay. This, this, but also this trailer seems more like every D&D game I've ever played. It's more chaotic, but I think that's yeah. more like a, a D&D game. Yeah, and I think this is a trailer for people who can relate to certain events like this happening in their own D&D games. There's a lot of things in this trailer where someone clearly rolled a one, you know, that kind of a way, and they just fuck up horribly, and then they're on the back foot and have to deal with I, it. What I enjoyed in the first scene was um, Michelle Rodriguez fighting off all the people, and then uh, Chris Pine just, like, trying to save himself, <laughs> yeah. not once trying to help her. And yeah, and there are, like, characters, like Roger John Page, when he's like, I, I find sarcasm... Be, a bit like Drax. Yeah, he's a bit like Drax, yeah. But he clearly, he has no points in charisma. Mm. Like, he, he is just, like, power-leveled into fucking magic or whatever it is. Um, whereas Chris Pine clearly has all the points in charisma and none of the points in, <laughs> I assume, stealth and things like that. And um, You also have Justice Smith in here, Sophia Lillis, and Hugh Grant is in this yeah. fucking movie. But also now we know that there's an army of the undead which I assume Hugh Grant doesn't control, so he's like the mini-villain before the big villain. Probably made a deal, gave power yeah. to the big villain. Kill the big villain, I wager all those army of the dead shut down immediately. Oh, you're goddamn yeah. right. There's a big laser in the sky, you got to kill I'm the big thinking, one. I'm thinking red or purple laser we're going to see. <laughs> oh! Mm, but you know crystal? what? Look, <laughs> there's going to be a crystal in the zombie's head or necklace that if you destroy it... All the other zombies turn to dust. So, yeah, and they, they stole something from the wrong person, all this kind of thing. The horn, the magical horn, clearly that's intended for the bard to blow it. I think he's not going to blow it. He's going to learn humility and let Michelle Rodriguez blow the horn to Interesting. save everyone. Interesting. Be, but, look, I, I mean, I think this movie looks like a fun romp, is what I'd say. It do- Yeah, look, it looks fun 
it's probably the best you can do with a D&D movie, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Like it, I, I have written here three words. Cool, weird, and then I just have good, question mark, question mark. That was what I put on my CV when I applied to this podcast. <laughs> and I, t- I think I was watching it as someone who doesn't play d and I was like, this looks like a bit of a fucking romp. I could watch this. And I'm yeah. always like, because you're watching it on a Sunday afternoon, dying with a hangover. <laughs> Probably you could. Probably could. Um, yeah, and like it doesn't look to be pandery either. Like it doesn't, like it, the trailer could have easily done a lot more like head nods and like, mm. oh, they, they roll a dice. Like, you know have actual like beat you over the head references to the game you all like mm. but they don't and it's just it's it just looks like a little fantasy adventure movie yeah i i think it could be fun also um the duo the writer directors that are doing it jonathan goldstein and john francis daly they mm. are the duo behind game night uh from a few years ago um which is, is game night any good game night is amazing it's a great oh, film really, really okay funny. good to know yeah good really, to really know. funny game, game night's one that i would definitely recommend game night if you haven't seen it um sharon horrigan is in it oh fuck yeah i well, have to watch it yeah watch it now <laughs> i always got my irish people <laughs> to <till> warm in <laughs> um, but so we're finishing off movie mondays this week sean talking about a trailer that i know you're excited about a movie i wasn't even gonna cover because i was like we'll talk about the oscars but then i felt like we had to cover it and that is shazam fury of the gods in a in a universe that doesn't kind of exist anymore sean a shazam fury of the gods trailer what did you think of it I've never watched a trailer and been so confused as to what's happening before. <laughs> I don't know what this is about. I don't know why I should care. I don't think I like it. But Although I also, Lucy Liu and Helen Mirren are in it, and I was like, they seem like cool people. <laughs> they do. They seem really co- co- cool and fun, but also like, I, like what's the what like mm. what's the point? <laughs> what's the point of any of this happening? Why is there a dragon in it? What's that about? Also, the bit with the dragon really annoyed me. Two things watching the trailer. One is he then makes a Khaleesi joke, which is a Game of Thrones reference. <laughs> which yeah. I, I heard that I went, oh, lads, this script was written a few years back. <laughs> um, and secondly, when he's going to fly into the dragon, um, he very quietly says to himself, Shazam, which... I don't know if you know, but he would then just turn into a child floating a towards child. a big dragon. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be a child for a lot of this movie. Either. No, I think Zachary Levi's in it and he's sticking around. Yeah. Also, like, they're all superheroes and they all might as well have the same powers in this. Yeah. I know it's, they specialise a little bit, but like, they're just seven Shazams I, I think watching this is, like, I don't want to be negative. I just think it's probably more so sad because like, it's more, watching it is like, it makes me think of 2015 DC or like 2016 yeah. and like all this. I don't know if that's kind of the vibe they should be going for anymore. The movie had to be made. I think it could be fine. Um, the first one was fine. So yeah. this one could also be fine. Zachary Levi is very good in the role. He's very charismatic. I'm sure he'll be able to catch it, uh, capture it. We talked about it originally was... Uh, Billy Batson so Asher Angel and then Shazab um, Captain Marvel they're not the same human being even though they say Shazab and then he grows up real big but they're acting completely different movies so I'm interested to see if they start acting in the same movie in this one I don't know because like the the way because Shazam kind of acts like Deadpool in a lot of the scenes we yeah, see, yeah, the, 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 the vibe is Shazam is very. I wouldn't say full on Deadpool, but I would say yeah, more comedic. Yeah, he's Deadpool like he's he's border, a ten year old. He's a but he, but he's a ten year old that's written by a forty year old studio executive. Yeah, that's how Zachary Levi acts in the movie. Whereas the kid is given these like really personal down to earth moments about how hard it is to be a kid. He's an orphan. He just wants to find a family who loves him. Like he has all that to deal with. Then he goes to Shazam and it's yeah. just like dick jokes. And, and then, then he just has like an improv class kind of five yeah. minute set. It's, yeah, he just does a tight five uh, <laughs> with all, with any character that happens to be around him. Like the like he would be scared shitless in a lot of situations. Like mm. show like and. In this, a lot of the conflict seems to be that he doesn't want the powers anymore and he tries to get 
I do kind of like that. I think that 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 is very yeah. Shazam esque. That he's like, look, this this is fucking bad news. I'm I'm a kid. Like I give I'm these powers to somebody else. And right. I, I actually I do think that's probably the best power of the trailer. That I was like, oh, that's actually pretty cool. That he's like he's just a kid. And he's of course he would react like that. Like they've got a yeah. fucking dragon. They seem really powerful. I I don't know if I can handle this. My question: Do we get a Black Adam post credit scene? I don't think he's in this. I don't think he's in this at all. Do we? Do we didn't think Superman was in Black Adam, Connor? But I mean, no, we did. He, I mean, The Rock very clearly told us in what he was. <laughs> but but do you think this movie will try and set something up? Is my question. I can it. Mm, I I think The Rock is out, and so I mean, well, out? James Good has said, I'm pretty sure The Rock is out. So right. I I think if they were going to do it after credit scene, I think that was squashed uh, once Gun came in and brought in the gun control, of course, the gun control. Uh, so then you have, I mean, they might loosely try and set one up of some sort, but I mean, nothing will ever come of it. So what is the point? You might as well cut it from the movie. That's fair. And James Gunn, for what's worth, he did tweet out this this trailer. Um, when it dropped. I don't know if that's a studio obligation thing. Or no, no. He, he, I mean, he's come out and said he likes Zachary Levi and he likes David S. F. Sandberg um, okay. as Shazab. And I, but I think Zachary Levi could be a really good Shazab. I think that's that's not an issue. But I, do, I just, I don't have any desire to see this movie. It's, it's one of those issue. where I think it's the right casting in the right role, but it might yeah. be like a weird time because I think it's just a fucked up time to be like releasing one of these. Same with Aquaman, like Jason Momoa, excellent Aquaman, but like it's a weird time to be releasing a DC movie at this point because we're kind of in that limbo part where nobody knows what's going on. Yeah, and not to not to end on a downer note, I don't know if I look forward to movies anymore. <laughs> and we'll leave it there. But I just that's the way I feel sometimes, you know? All the things I used to like no longer interest or entertain me. <laughs> that's, I think we should clip that in the intro <laughs> of every episode. Just preface. Preface every episode of Movie Monday as well. I don't think I like this. Guys, I actually don't think I like movies anymore. <laughs> it's not that I don't like them. I like I like movies. You just got excited about the menu, didn't you? Um, yeah, Banshees. menu's real good. Yeah, Banshee's been sure and real good. Everything uh, everywhere all at once. Maybe I like maybe I oh no. Have I been become, have I been burned out by superhero, superhero content, movies? Connor? It's superhero movies, oh Sean. My god. Oh uh, my man. god. I'm so sick of roller coasters. <laughs> Did we just <laughs> I think Endgame was your end. <laughs> maybe it was, maybe it should have been. <laughs> nah, never. What about the Batman? Batman's real good, actually. Oh, oh the back Batman's in. Real good. That back kind of in. rejuvenated us. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We needed that. We need a Batman every now I and do, again. I actually think the Batman coming out means this movie gets more like you just react in a stronger, negative way because you're like, I've seen what they could do, and yeah. now we're back to this. I know what's possible. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, that's a great fucking way to end this week. <laughs> I'm really sorry. If I so, if you want to Sean to enjoy movies again, <laughs> could just um, go over to our Patreon where we reviewed Ant Man uh, number one for first Ant Man. Look, we agreed it was solid and entertaining, didn't mm-hmm. we, Connor? Or did we? Go listen to it. <laughs> you said it was shit. Go on. I did. I said I hate all cinema. No, but. Uh, would you like me to take us out, Connor? Yes, why not? <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We'll be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero or Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big shout-outs to all the amazing patrons that we have that support the show and help to keep us going. Shout-outs to Roshi and the Wife Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan, Kamatsu Dozer Enthusiast Evanson. Fun facts with waffles. Did you know the Kiwi lays the largest egg in ratio to its body of any bird. David Clark, Sean Chuckin in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Anna Irish Walrus Forever, Helm Roos, Danny McLaughlin, No One's Ever Really Gone, Luke Hoth, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Buster, Ed Ball, The Adventures of Indiana Jones and the franchise that just won't die. Connor and Lorraine had completely forgot to shorten their long nickname until catching up on the podcast recently. Russ, character limit be damned, it was just a temporary setback This whole in this whole naming malarkey, but I'm still just Russ. Parfit. And Jackson Bruheim. Thank you all for the support. You're wonderful, wonderful humans. 
and we couldn't do it without you. Other ways to support the show, heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop is the merch store. Twitter is at heroesforhirepod, the four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Divilment's discussion group. Instagram is heroesforhirepodcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. I, I will say the more people that side up, the more likely it is we kill them. So, I mean, we can, we can keep going. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, then... Then it's done, you know. <laughs> we then all get finished. what we want. Sean, <laughs> <laughs> <Joel> especially. Turn <laughs> <laughs> it a different week. I think so. So, oh no, we swapped there. We swapped no, there I'm going to say I, I've been Conor Lawler, and I have been Sean Me, and we both love movies. We both love movies. Yay. equally. the same amount. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.